Hello, humans of the earth, and thank you for joining us on this wonderful day. My name is Heidi. And my name is Dana. And this is Fun Times with Dana and Heidi. Today we'll be discussing the latest, most luxurious, hand-woven, artisanal, positive news stories. But first, we have our Tweet of the Week. This tweet comes from Dank Mean King, which, sure. And it says, this is one of my favorites. I know I say that for everyone, but this is a very luxurious, hand-woven, artisanal Tweet of the Week. And that also goes along with our luxurious, hand-woven, artisanal, positive news stories. So... It says, from Dank Meme King, it says, assert your dominance by calling your friends by their student ID number. And I think that, <laughs> I think that's super funny. Like, I remember when I was little, they gave me like the ID number and then they're like, this is you. And I was like, no, it's not me. Those are a collection of six numbers. And those ended up being using being used for the rest of my k-12 career so that's a little weird but i think that it would be very funny to call your friends by the student id numbers because it's very dystopian very robotic and you're just asserting your dominance in a very unique way heidi what do you think i know you're very pensive on this i don't know what to think like i don't know whether this is like a, a good thing or a bad thing that we are just reduced to a number but then a way, it is a cool way to assert your dominance. It's like, hey, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, two. How are you? Like, it's very dystopian. Yes, it is very dystopian. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just want to be the main character. Sometimes, and the way to do that, the way to kind of, like, gain that entry to this dystopian universe where you're superior to everyone is by calling your friends by their student ID number. Sometimes that's just... That's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know? So, yeah. So, thank you, Dink Meme King, for your, this lovely insight into the way we should lead our lives. So, now Heidi has a very wholesome news story that she would like to share with you all. So, Heidi, go ahead and take it away. Yes, ma'am. So, moving on from Dink Memes, we have... 2,200 cold stunned turtles have been released by volunteers back into the Gulf Ocean coast. Yes. So hundreds of turtles are now returning to their home in the Gulf of Mexico after suffering a terrible ordeal during the recent winter storm in Texas. And a little fun fact, me and Dana live in Texas and this takes place very close to our area. And although we only got power outages and canceled school and broken pipes, it was cold enough to cold stun sea turtles. And whenever they say stun, this really reminds me of Harry Potter because I'm getting into Harry Potter. Yes, and like as you stun, should. Yeah, you should. it just reminds me of that. Yeah, what is so, it? It's a uh, like the stupefy. Is it that one? Where yes, like, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, poor sea turtles, they're so cold, and then they kind I of know. just got paralyzed. This, That's so sad. It really painted a picture in my mind. Mm-hmm. So freezing temperatures made sea turtles unable to swim, so they have to float. And because they are unable to move their necks and draw their breath, they drown and die. So we needed to get the sea turtles out of the freezing temperatures. And I know, like, down here, like, I'm not sure how it was in the water, but in our area... It was cold, but I know up north, like in Alaska, which is its new name, 
and in Houstonias, they have like some on Twitter. I was scrolling and there's a picture of a frozen fish tank. And the caption was, well, that fish for sure dead. And then like, there's like icicles hanging from the fan. Yeah, it was basically very Icicles cool. from the fan? That's crazy. And in it Texas, it's, okay, like we live in an area that didn't get affected by that. But like, imagine, like people in Texas are used to like heat all the mm-hmm. time. And then now there's icicles in the fan and the dead fish and the frozen And there tank. was like a frozen toilet. Yeah, it was weird. That's so crazy. So for those of you who don't know how bad it was, well, now you know. Icicles everywhere and frozen toilets. And the poor little sea turtles. They're so sad. So the poor little sea turtles had to get help from volunteers from all over the area, such as beach natives in South Padre Island, Sea Turtle Incorporation, in which I have been there, and it's a really cool place. And even nearby SpaceX engineers, because we have like a little SpaceX station in Boca Chica, I think. So they helped bring 5,000 sea turtles to makeshift refuges, managed by Sea Turtle Incorporation. So there, this is all over the news. And what they did was they used the South Padre like convention center and they would lay down a huge piece of tarp. And the turtles were like laid down from tail to nose like in lines so and they would have to wait for their turn in warm water kiddie pools and it was the only method of recovery available when the power was out because sea turtle incorporation their power went out so they needed to move to another place so you just have like a bunch of sea turtles in this huge room but now onto the good news now that the weather is warmer 2200 sea turtles were returned in the gulf of mexico two days ago on the slide and so yay for sea turtles, there was like a video going around as well. And it was showing them, they were literally dropping the sea turtles gently on a slide and they were like swimming. So I thought that was really cute. That's so cute. Now the sea turtles can have fun and go on their little slippy slide and be sea turtles, which is what they were meant to do. Not stupefied as in the Harry Potter books and mm-hmm. movies. Yep. So good for them. We love sea turtles. And the Visco girls do too. We love them and we appreciate them. They're cute. They're like harmless. Well, yeah, like they're harmless. harmless. They don't do anything. They're just little, they're just little they're helpless. Yeah, they're the little babies. They're so cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now moving on to the next news story. And I'm sure that some of you have heard of this by now. But there is a woman named Haley Arsno, who is a former cancer survivor that is now the youngest person to ever be launched into space in history. So Haley Arsno was a young girl who was battling bone cancer at just 10 years old. And later in life, she grew up to be a physician's assistant in oncology at St. Jude's Children's Hospital, the same hospital where she once was. And she was selected by the St. Jude staff from hundreds of others' employees to represent the famous hospital on the first ever all-civilian space flight arranged by SpaceX to take place at the closing of 2021. So by the end of 2021, she's going to go to space. And that's really cool. So the kind of uh, organization or project that's spearheading this whole thing is Inspiration4, and it's this huge fundraiser for St. Jude's Children's Hospital led by a guy named Jared Isaacman, which is like two names, two first names 
combined to make one main name and they just put man at the end but you know we love him uh so we love jared isaacman and he is the ceo of shift for payments and this uh sort of experience is going to be a private multi-day and sightseeing and research trip into low earth orbit and there's going to be four seats in what spacex calls the dragon capsule i'm not entirely sure why it's a dragon but you know it sounds uh mystical and mythical and great so four seats will be on the dragon capsule which symbolize four pillars and our snows will represent the pillar of hope which is very cute and another will go to a sweepstakes contestant who's donated a certain amount to saint jude's and the other will go to a random business owner who uses isaacman's payment service which is actually a pretty interesting business model like participate in what my company does and you might get a chance to go to space that's fun so yeah that's interesting i would like to say three things to note first of all i love how her last name is spelled arsenal a-r-c-e-n-e-a-u-x yeah i thought that was really cool yeah and imagine pulling up to saint jude's children's hospital and having a 10 year old your physician's assistant No, no no she's 29 now huh she's grew up and she grew up and now she's 29 oh so she's still alive yes <laughs> Heidi this is <laughs> I'll Heidi, cut this out is... no, 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 don't cut it out don't cut it out don't cut it out don't cut it I out. thought this was like make a wish no 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 she's very much alive which is why she's going to go on this space okay so Haley R. Snow was a 10-year-old girl who had bone cancer, recovered, grew up, oh became gosh. a physician's assistant. She's now 29, and she was selected by the staff members to go into space by the end of this year. Is that clear? Oh, okay. Yes. I get it. I get it. Wow. And good for, what's his name? Isaac Man. Yeah. I just remember that part. For raising money. Heck Yes. Yeah, especially as a CEO, like he's actually, he's a, he's a wholesome CEO, not like some other people that we don't like. Okay, so Arsenal hopes to show the kids at St. Jude's that the sky is not even the limit anymore, which is like a whole new level of inspiration. And she says uh, that it's going to mean so much to these kids to see a cancer survivor in space, which is very, very cute and a great wholesome message to all of these kids that you know are suffering from cancer unfortunately and the team when finally assembled though four people who arrive in the dragon camps capsule will receive rigorous training and everything necessary to operate in the unique conditions of space as well as the aspects of the spacex dragon capsule and arsenal will be the youngest american to exit earth and the first american astronaut with a prosthesis is that how you say it I know it's like a prosthetic thing. Okay, Heidi's saying yes. Yeah, I think so. Prosthesis. Yes. So, sorry if we pronounced that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it's right. So, uh, yeah, she has a prosthetic because she her thigh bone has a titanium bra that she got after surgery. And, yeah, Inspiration 4, which is this project, is the first entirely civilian space flight, as well as the very first privately chartered space flight. And Isaacman announced the mission on February 1st of this year, saying that he hoped to raise $200 million for St. Jude's and $100 million of that from his own fortune. So this guy, he's got the funds. He has secured the bag. 
And, you know, he's using his money for a good cause, which is really, really great. And, he's yeah, rich. it's really heartwarming. <laughs> yes, Heidi, he's rich. And, um, yeah, it's really heartwarming to see that, like, uh, even at uh, such a position, you know, not all the world is filled with greed and terrible things. And, you know, there's people that still really want to go out and make a really positive difference in the world and in a really interesting way by literally traveling to, traveling to space. So, yeah. So Heidi, do you have anything else to comment? I like this. I like the idea of sending random civilians. No, not random. <laughs> well, technically ra- random though, because right? yeah, technically like, okay, one of them is like who donates the most to St. Jude's. And then the other is like a random person who uses that company service. So they're sending a cancer survivor, a super rich person, and a random person to space and a CEO. Yeah, I like that, like, how civilians are able to, like, get a chance of going out of space. I think that's nice, because it's usually just limited to astronauts. So, it used to be too bad if you're not an astronaut, you can never go out of space. Yeah, but now it'll be life-changing for these people. So, good for them, and good for Haley Arsnell. So, now moving on to science talks. Oh, this one is really cool. Okay, don't, this is not a nerd segment. This is actually going to be really cool. Okay, so scientists have figured out a way to communicate with people while they're dreaming. So there's, Heidi, have you ever heard of lucid dreaming? No, I haven't. Please explain to me. Okay, lucid dreaming is basically like being aware that you're inside a dream while you're in the dream. Which is like Hold up. weird. Hold up. Yeah, you like I you just, you recognize that. You're lucid. Yeah, I just looked up the definition of lucid and it means express clearly, semicolon, easy to understand. Oh, that's that's weird. Oh wow, lucid dreaming. Yeah. So scientists have figured out a way to communicate with people while they're dreaming and they're having these lucid dreams. So you can communicate with the external while you're technically unconscious, which is Really cool. So uh, with partners at three universities around the world, one from France, one from Germany, and one from the Netherlands, go Europe, they confirmed that the real-time dialogue with a dreaming person is possible and that dreamers were able to solve simple math problems, answer yes or no questions, and sense things presented to them. And so the researchers, what they did is that they studied 36 volunteers who aim to have a lucid dream wherein a person is aware that they're dreaming. And using this very big word, poly, poly, polysomnographic, which is sleep science data, uh, they could, could oh, sorry, they could confirm that study participants have reached the REM stage of sleep, which is the rapid eye movement, so REM, phase in which lucid dreaming can occur. And uh, interestingly, the dreamers were able to have real-time conversations, comprehend questions asked to them, engage in working memory operations like math, and produce answers with certain eye movements or facial contortions. So even while we are unconscious, we still don't know a lot of things about dreams, but even when we're dreaming, like we're aware that we're dreaming, but even when we're in like a different mental state, we can still find ways to communicate with the external. And even do math in our heads, which is really cool. That's so, so, sorry to interject, but I wonder how they carried out this experiment. Like, is someone talking to them while they're dreaming? Yeah, something. someone is talking to them while they're dreaming. Uh, someone is talking to them and asking them these questions. They're like, I don't know, a simple math would probably be like, what's two plus two? And then, like, if they, like, 
they probably have some sort of communication system to determine like what answer is which and how these mm-hmm. people communicate with each other. But we do know that from the study, communication is possible. So uh, they also, this was a kind of a strange part of the experiment, but you know, sure. They also used a rotten egg smell to associate with cigarette smoking, which caused the dreamer less inclined to smoke the following week. So I'm assuming- That's smart. That is smart. Cause I'm assuming That's like, smart. like you, you're like, subconsciously recognizing that smoking is bad because here's a rotten egg look how disgusting that is you know it's also smoking you know it's also bad drugs and smoke that's true cigarettes are this can build healthy habits yes build healthy healthy habits let's just have a researcher come into our rooms and bring us rotten eggs while we go to sleep and there's not going to be any more smoking again no, I'm joking. But it did reduce or they were less inclined to smoke the following week after doing that, which is interesting. Finding a way to communicate while people are dreaming could open the door in future investigations to learn more about dreams, memory, and how memory storage depends on sleep. So this is going to result in a lot of different and really interesting studies. So, yeah. Interesting. Now, if I catch you in your sleep lucid dreaming, I'll be like, Dana, what is the chemical composition of sodium bicarbonate and you'd be like blah 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 yes, exactly and i'll be able to do it subconsciously and i'll get to scare the life out of heidi no i'm joking yeah yes sleeping scares indeed yeah yes so segueing in to my review segment we have bougie on a budget with costco clothes i love this segment bougie on too. a budget honestly this can be like a segment within a segment, like bougie on a budget, colon, Heidi reviews, yeah. actually no backwards, fun times with Dana and Heidi, colon, Heidi reviews, colon, bougie on a budget. I love this. Tell us more, Heidi. How, how can sure. the people be bougie on said budget? Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to try to be as like ungendered, that, that sounds really odd, but I know that our like viewers are split mostly between the middle, between female and male. I would like to help all genders, and even if you don't have one, these are clothes. Thank so, you, Heidi. There we go. So I would like to say Costco has great quality control. It has amazing quality control. I've I have not been to the mall in a very long time, only because of Corona and there's a lot of germs in the mall. People will be touching their Auntie Anne pretzels and then touching the door next door. And absolutely not. I do not want that. So I have been refraining myself from going to the mall. But the last time I have went, it was starting to feel more like a junkyard, you know? Like I felt like everything was just being piled onto the department stores. Not all the stores had good clothes and you really had to go searching for it. Nothing was being handed to you. So that was a, a quite a waste of my time. So I decided, Costco. So Qua- Costco, they have a screening process before they enter the market. So all the items, it's not just, oh, here. It's like, oh, does this pass this? Does this pass that? Is it good? Will people actually buy it? So they have a great quality control system. So all the clothes that are on there, it's good quality. And the thing is, it's stylish. Do you know the brand Athleta or Lululemon? Or like, for example- No way, Costco has Lululemon. I've never been, I don't remember, I've either never been to a Costco or I do not remember consciously ever stepping foot in a Costco because it's so far from my house. But they have Lululemon at Costco. Not so fast. So basically, 
they technically do ha- I consider they having Lululemon in Costco only because I don't really care too much about brand names like if I see a Kirkland coconut oil next to like an like a the actual brand of coconut oil they have the same ingredients just get the Kirkland one but the quality like I've even seen like TikTok speculations like you know that hair shampoo Pureology I have no well, it's idea a very what that expensive. Is. Very expensive hair brand. And there have been like speculations that Costco is like just a, like a same manufacturer, just different name. You know that type of thing? We're like, oh, it's like you're getting a dupe of it. Like it's like the same ingredient, same, same shebang as to use Heidi's vocabulary, yeah. but you know, a different name and a mm-hmm. lot cheaper, bougie on a budget. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So like there was like these joggers, right? They're very in style, they're very comfortable. They're like very athletic. It's athleisure wear. There we go. Oh, okay. Athleisure wear. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's giving me the Ivy Park brand yes. athleisure. Okay. And you know how it costs like a hundred extra dollars to have like a Lululemon stamp like in your clothes? That's like, crazy. A hundred dollars for a little stamp? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's just for the brand. Like people- That's stupid. Yeah. The thing is, is that they have like great quality clothes and like, I'm just using Lululemon as an example, but there are like so many- brands that have such great products on their name they're just extremely expensive this goes with like hair products and even um food objects too food items as well so costco has these joggers that look like lululemon and athleta dupes and people have told me this looks like lululemon i'm like nah this is 15 bucks from costco and it's it's the same great product same great fabric and it's super stylish like you know whenever you think of like bougie but like on a budget you expect like a very knocked off dupe like for example balenciaga's you see like balenciaga like you know like it's very like low end like i pick no costco it has like stylish clothes like i would actually wear it whenever i think of bougie on a budget i think of like like ross and like yeah, yeah, like yeah. all those like very specific department stores were like, oh, here's what the designer brands decided to throw away and we're selling it to you. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I would never expect Costco to have such great dupes. And honestly, I kind of want to go now. Like Go, it have, it's easy on the wallet. It's easy, it's on, the easy wallet, on the wallet, great quality. What more could you want from Bougie on a Budget? I know, and they also have great strawberries. Like strawberries at HEB, no offense, they're great, but they're kind of pricey. And for in Costco, you get them in bulk and they're the same price, similar mm-hmm. pricing. So it's just wonderful, wonderful. So yes, go to Costco. They have everything there. It's a one-stop shop. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like one of those warehouse stores, right? Or no? Yeah, it's like a huge warehouse. Like this is where the mall beats Costco. <laughs> the mall looks all fancy with its like white pearlish polished like floors no costco's like a literal warehouse like there's like yeah metal costco's, bars costco's like the cross between hope depot and walmart but you know. yeah exactly exactly yeah but you know what we love costco because they have great clothes yay costco yes costco so this brings us to a close sadly but before you ever everyone leaves this is our motivational quote for today so this quote is by kate morden and she says You make a life out of what you have, not what you're missing. So make your life as it is. Make the best out of everything. And listen to Heidi and Dana.
Yep, that's fantastic advice. You don't really need anything more. You know, no, but that's like actually like seriously a really good quote because mm-hmm. there are some people that always are focused on wanting more and they don't really stop and appreciate, you know, all of the things that you already have in this moment in time. So, you know, make a life out of what you have, not what you're mm-hmm. missing. And also in parentheses with an asterisk at the bottom, uh, yeah. listen to fun times with Dana and Heidi all the time. Every day. All the time, all the time. And I would just like to say, this episode's wonderful because now I can read Dana's facial expressions because the po- the platform that we are recording on has a new camera system so I can see her emotions. We can see. Yes, we can see human emotion and interaction. And it is simply wonderful. It's a platform called Zencaster. And it is a very, they did a very bougie update to stay on topic here. Yeah, they did a revamp. Mm-hmm. Everything is very aesthetically pleasing, very pleasing on the eyes. I know it went from a Walmart to a Target. Like, yeah, she it. did go from a Walmart to a Target before it was like very, it was, it, it looked kind of sad, but now it's like colorful and we can see each other and it's very animated and lively. So I love it. Yes. And they it's have lots of new features. Expialidocious. Indeed, it's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And I love it. Did you here. know that that's actually a word in the dictionary? That's actually a word in the dictionary? Or did they the define it? Did they define it after the movie? Or was it there before the movie? I don't know, but I Googled it like just so I can know how to spell it, you know? So I'm like supercalifragilistic. And then the Google dictionary had an actual like dictionary. Like it was like it says adjective informal and it tells you the pronunciation and its definition is or extraordinarily good. Semicolon wonderful. So I thought that was really cool. I'm doing a bit of research right now to see if, if it was in the super in in not in the super if ugh, I'm doing a bit of research right now to see if it was uh, existing in uh, reality before or after the movie came out. But it was, it says, the writers of the Oxford English Dictionary think that the word supercalifragilisticexpialidocious was first used in the 1940s. So, you know, oh, that must have been a very interesting person who said that. But you know what? Sure. So thank you for listening to our supercalifragilisticexpialidocious podcast. And yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And yeah. So- share it with your friends. Share it with your family share 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 yep share it you know for with anyone you think might be interested to listening to our uh positive news stories and short little ramblings and make sure to follow us on at fun times wdh if you want updates on our podcast you want some fun memes etc you'll have a good time in our instagram page go follow us It'll be worth mm-hmm. it. And also make sure to visit our website linked in the description of our podcast so that you, know, you can read more about uh, today's uh, positive news stories and find out more about them. Do a little a little research, watch some videos that correlate with it. It'll be great. It'll be great. So that is all for now. And we hope that you enjoyed this episode. So thank you very much. And bye. Goodbye.